Hello, my name's Ian Forth, and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. there all my friends out there bad news has arrived uh, during the last week it's no- mid-november 2022 in that two legends of the alternative music universe have both left us during the last few days first we heard news that mimi parker had succumbed to her battle against cancer at the ridiculously early age of 55 uh, and she was with, along with her husband one half of the band low then, a couple of days later, came equally awful news that Keith Levine, founder member of The Clash, and most notably guitarist uh, for the first uh, two or three albums for Public Image Limited, had also shuffled off the mortal coil. So I thought it might be uh, quite interesting, by way of a tribute, to juxtapose the output from both of those alternative music legends on today's show and I think it uh, offers an interesting contrast very different in their approaches in the genres that they operated within uh, but both equally impassioned musicians and highly influential again as I say in their very different ways so let's start off here
That's a smash top 10 single from Public Image Limited called Public Image. And the reason we're starting there, that's probably the most famous output from uh, Keith Levine. And on it, you can hear his trademark sound described as both melodic and discordant, sonorous and violent, which is a pretty good description. And some Keith Levine facts, born in London... Uh, started off being influenced by the Beatles, Scar and Prog Rock and was an early roadie for the Prog Rock band Yes. But then became a founding member of the Flowers of Romance along with Sid Vicious and Susie of Susie and the Banshees, although they never really got going. And then The Clash, and at the age of 16, he helped persuade Joe Strummer to leave the 101ers and join The Clash. And although he left uh, before they actually started recording, he co-wrote What's My Name, which is on their first album. And he is, in a sense, the missing link in early punk between the two great iconic bands, The Clash and The Sex Pistols. And because of that, he never really appeared for either uh, in terms of performance. When The Sex, Pistol, uh, Sex Pistols is integrated, uh, Levine and Johnny Rotten, as was then, and John Lydon, as he became co-founded effectively along with Jar Wobble, Public Image Limited. And Public Image Limited's first three albums, in particular their second album, uh, Metal Box, redefined what it meant to be an alternative musician at that time. And uh, Keith Levine's musical style in particular, which you heard there, and which already has, has been described, Highly influential uh, for a whole raft of musicians. Indeed, let me just uh, give you a couple of quotes here. According to John Frusciante of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Levine star was spectacular. He explored the possibilities of what you can do with his guitar. Uh, Massive Attack described Levine as an artist, architect and reinventor of punk rock. Uh, and certainly that... Uh, dissonant but melodic, I think, sums it up well. Style of musical playing is what he will be remembered for and what many people were influenced by. Now, let's hear from the other subject of our show tonight. Oh 
That's In Metal from the band Low from their 2001 album Things We Lost in the Fire. If you're not familiar with the band Low, then let me just briefly fill you in. They're from Minnesota and they essentially were comprised of Mimi Parker and we're doing this show in commemoration of her along with her husband Alan Sparhawk. Uh, Mimi did drums and vocals, Alan did guitar and vocals and they characterised what is sometimes referred to as the subgenre of slowcore and we did an episode on slowcore some time ago although ultimately apparently they disapproved of the term but hey hey they were formed in the early 90s really I won't say on a whim but uh, as a, yeah, kind of as a, as a bit of a joke saying what would happen if we played really quiet music as an antidote to the grunge sound that was doing the rounds at the time. And uh, Alan Sparhook persuaded his wife to give drumming a bit of a go, starting off with a single snare drum, a single cymbal and a single floor tom. And then before you knew where they were, they were getting going as a band. Their harmonising between them is one of their most uh, distinctive features. Sometimes Alan took lead vocals and sometimes Mimi did. 
will mostly be hearing from Mimi. And by the way, I do hope I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly because I don't think I've ever actually heard someone say her name out loud. Out loud. So many apologise if it is in fact Mimi. Uh, and uh, as I say, they've uh, spanned the last 30 years, and as time has gone on, they incorporated more elements into their music, such as electronica and glitch. And uh, on the festive 40 last time round, from their last album, Hey What, I had very high entry for the song White Horses, which was indeed a spectacular song. Let's get back to some more public image.
That's No Birds from Public Image Limited's second album from 1979, called Metal Box, was originally, then came out as second edition uh, the following year, not in a metal box, although if you happen to have bought one of the originals in a metal canister on the Virgin label, uh, it will be worth a pretty penny now, I'll wager. And Metal Box is, in fact... General consensus would be one of the two or three or four towering achievements of the first wave of post-punk, along with Entertainment by the Gang of Four, Closer by Joy Division, and then a few others. Uh, I, I well remember going to Herbert Art Gallery Record Lending Library and coming home with this rather odd-looking second edition and there was a colour for each of the... It was sort of a double LP, with, but only with only two or three tracks on each of the sides, and playing it and being a little confused to start with, and then gradually uh, entranced and amazed. Really was quite something. Uh, quite a revelation for a youngster to come across uh, that album almost out of nowhere. For me, at the time, anywhere. Anyway, more low.
nothing but blue sky shining on my soul as I untie the cord and untwist the knot. We can get where we're going if I could just make it stop. If I could just make it stop, I could tell the That's Just Make It Stop by Lowe from their 2013 album, The Invisible Way. Had a great night out last night. I was with my son Jamie and we went to a World Cup final, the T20 World Cup cricket final between England and Pakistan at the MCG. So not often there's a World Cup final, which is only 10 miles away from where you live. So we both agreed we would get a ticket and go along so we met beforehand i would say that in the crowd of 80,000 it was 90 to 95 percent pakistani contingent uh, me and jamie were the only english people sitting within 50 yards of any other english people but uh, everyone was extremely well behaved as you won't be surprised to hear there were lots of families there and although pakistan ended up losing and england ended up winning we we chose not to gloat and uh, everyone was ex- uh, accepting of the result and indeed Everyone, many of the Pakistani contingent stayed for the presentation ceremony. The bad weather, the thunderstorms, which had been predicted, miraculously held off. And two weather systems slid either side of the ground. And they were able to complete the match uh, in in the allotted time. No need for to come back the following day. It was close, very tense at times, quite a low scoring affair. The MCG is a big ground for cricket aficionados, as you know. Uh, But uh, England ended up triumphing, could have been Pakistan, but it ended up being England. And they are now white ball champions in both 50 overs and 20 overs. For those who take an interest in such things, you'll already know. And those who don't aren't interested, but uh, I'm letting you know anyway. And for the future, there we are. That's what happened in mid-November 2022. More music from Public Image.
And for those of you who know Metalbox, you will know that that song then goes, cuts straight away into pop tones, and you're expecting to hear at the end there. Anyway, uh, we're not going to do that on this particular show, but I would urge you, if you don't know Metalbox, to uh, dig it out and give it a, a listen. You will not be disappointed. Um, and to dig it out again if you haven't heard it for some time. That is Swan Lake from that album. Reissue, well, no, no. It was originally packaged up, I think I'm right in saying, as Death Disco. And one of the all-time weirdest performances on early Thursday evening show Top of the Pops was Public Image Limited performing Death Disco. Imagine that coming into your screens uh, after you've just had your cheese on toast and your fish fingers. <coughs> if you, uh, if you, you know, just watch Tomorrow's World and happen to be watching Top of the Pops and were expecting the equivalent of Celine Dion at the time. The actual performance itself, I won't give too much away, but look it up on YouTube. Amazing. With Low, uh, as I indicated at the start of the programme, vocal duties and harmonising uh, were shared between the husband and wife team, Alan and Mimi. Here's an example of Alan's vocals and with some harmonising and with uh, Mimi on drums.
That's I Remember from the 1999 album Secret Name by Lowe. Going to flip back for a moment to Metalbox, which was influential for Keith Levine's guitar playing, for Jar Wobble's bass playing as well, where the bass was high in the mix, rather like Peter Hooks with Joy Division, and uh, the guitar wasn't necessarily the melodic component. It formed a... Uh, a sort of radical, quite dissonant component over the top, which really perhaps characterised the nature of the first wave of post-punk music. But one other element uh, which made Metalbox so innovative was also the freeform poetry and the very idiosyncratic vocal stylings of John Lydon, ex-Johnny Rotten from, from The Pistols, and here's a, a cheerful song about the troubles in Northern Ireland.
Strong Medicine, that's Careering from Metal Box by Public Image Limited. And Keith Levine there was performing on synthesizers, almost certain, uh, rather than on guitar, although there may be some guitar tucked away inside there. One of the things we know about uh, that early stage of Public Image Limited's life was that Johnny Rotten had a big downer on organised religion, on the Catholic uh, Church, and the way he'd been brought up in with his Irish heritage in London, and a lot of the angst that came through his music was informed by all of that. By complete nutter contrast, Mimi Parker and Alan Sparhawk are were are Christians, and. The fact that they uh, interpreted life so differently stood neither band in the way of producing some incredible music. This is uh, a song called, and I'm going to say what the name of the song is before I actually play it. And Doug Evans, friend and listener to the programme, was rather shocked last time when I introduced the song Fear by John Cale by saying here is the song Fear by John Cale, which rather took him aback. And I'm going to do the same again, Doug, so brace yourself. The name of this track is Congregation.
That's a congregation from Lowe from their 2015 album Ones and Sixes. And you can probably spot as time went on, their sound became fuller, less slow and slightly more experimental. Updates on what's happening in the fourth household. Garden, progress. Convolvulus and Daphne's planted. Dutch box, planted. Very heavy rain though, interrupting the schedule, but there's positive feedback from Tamsin, my long-suffering wife, as to my progress there. That's good. Uh, we've managed to break one of the cupboards and uh, the cupboard drawer is currently lying in the middle of the kitchen, waiting to be fixed, something I'm incapable of doing. Curse my lack of DIY skills. We've got uh, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law's dog, staying with us at the moment, which is causing a little friction between Toby and him. He's a grumpy old dog and he doesn't like his space being invaded. Who can possibly blame him? Uh, they arrived midday and uh, I'm tucking myself away in here doing a podcast while the acclimatization tr uh, training takes place. Uh, I managed to completely screw up a couple of meetings. In uh, the content was excellent, several, of course. But uh, in technological terms, I discovered as we're about to start the meeting that I hadn't downloaded Microsoft Teams. So that rather screwed things up. People were reasonably accommodating to the issue. But I sensed that uh, they were thinking, a daft old boomer doesn't know what he's doing, which is true, I guess. Let's uh, flip ourselves back to a little bit more of Public Image Limited.
Memories from Public Image Limited from Metal Box. I think that was Keith Levine on synthesizers primarily there, but I stand to be corrected. It could have been a highly pedal-affected guitar piece of playing, I suppose. I did chuckle as I was listening to that again because I remembered the last line, which is, And you're old! Which is sometimes how I feel. <laughs> yeah, well... None of us is getting any younger, are we? Uh, more low. Point of Disgust from the 2002 album 
trust from Lowe. And I think if there is a point of overlap between Public Image Limited, certainly in their earlier incarnation, around about late 70s and very early 80s, and Lowe, it's a, a fear, fearlessness of musical experimentation and a uh, fearlessness in ta tackling the status quo. For Public Image Limited, it was all the shibboleths and received wisdom of uh, bloated pre-punk rock. But they were very experimental in terms of taking on dub, reggae, uh, and punk and incorporating it into a new sound. Um, with Low, they instigated a new sound, call it slow call, call it what you will, but not afraid to experiment with electronica and glitch as time went on. Both highly effective musicians, highly idiosyncratic, on the fringes of music, but deep in our hearts. Let's hear the last track tonight from Public Image Limited.
First you heard Chant from Metal Box, again, from 1979, and we've been celebrating there the work of Keith Levine when he was in, in Public Image Limited, and I don't think anyone could complain at the number of tracks we've had from Metal Box tonight, because, well, maybe they can, uh, but uh, as I say, one of the most iconic post-punk albums ever made, and after that you heard... My favourite Christmas song, and it's mid-November, so I went into IGA, and they were playing Christmas music earlier in the week, and I thought, oh yeah, it's that time, we haven't even had Black Friday yet, but it's that time of year, and that was the best Christmas song of all, Just Like Christmas by Lowe. A couple of things I haven't mentioned, I've realised, thank you to Luke Finley for posting the news about Luke, about <laughs> about Keith Levine on our Friends of Sombrero Fallout Facebook forum and why not become a member while you're about it we've had some uh, new people joining and welcome to them shout out to my trivia team sarah will josh um and sarah will josh sarah will josh and jules and we didn't have josh because he had covid we finished mid-table we were a little bit disappointed but uh, it's okay it was a good night out and also to oxford liners sarah's sarah's children who joined us and uh, shout out to my book club. We did an old classic, Remains of the Day, by Kazuo Ishiguro, and it is now the new clubhouse leader. 8.65 median score. No outliers. Everybody loved it. Slam dunk. And uh, I had read it 30 years previously, but it was, uh, it was good to renew my acquaintance with it. Not a bad film either. So if you're looking for some Christmas reading, can recommend anything really by Kazuo Ishiguro. Uh, that, along with Never Let Me Go and Carla and the Sun, would be my go-to Ishiguro recommends. I think that's probably it for tonight. Thanks very much for listening. We farewell, we valete. Keith Levine and Mimi Parker, and I will see you again in a couple of weeks' time.